I want to tell you about a podcast you should check out. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. The latest season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and it busts common myths about special education. As a parent myself of a child who's had an IEP since kindergarten and he's now a 10th grader, I know how confusing, overwhelming, frustrating, sometimes daunting the whole process can be. I checked out an episode of Understood Explains called The Difference Between IEPs and 504 Plans. And what I love about it is how easily Juliana explains everything. She answers common questions that probably every parent or caregiver has. She dispels myths and is concise and to the point. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. And there's a direct link in the show notes if you need it. This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast, episode 23. This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen. Hey there, ass kickers. Welcome to episode 23 of the Your Kick-Ass Life podcast. I'm thrilled to have a guest, a sidekick, a co-host, if you will, and it is my friend and colleague, Danielle Dowling. Say hi, Danielle. Hi. So excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you about this, this particular topic because I don't think I've ever written about it before or talked about it on the podcast. So I'm excited to have you here. And as always with all my guests, I would like, instead of me reading your super profesh button up <laughs> bio, which is like really never fun to listen to, <laughs> why don't you tell my audience, tell my ass kickers who you are, what you do, who you work with, all that good stuff. Sure. So my name is Dr. Danielle Dowling. Oh, excuse and... me. I forgot the doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just it just cost me a hundred k, so I figure I you know like I like to use it every so often. <laughs> I would too. I'd be walking around even though I'm not a medical doctor. I would just be walking around with like the white lab coat with the you know, oh. the PhD on it. And then, like the yeah the stethoscope. You would just get a stethoscope just for fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I really don't, I don't use a lot. I don't have people call me, but like sometimes, sometimes I like to throw it out there just because I did pay so much money for it. I'm like, oh, I should, you know, you use it. So yeah, so Dr. Danielle Dowling and um, I'm a life coach and I hold my master's and my doctorate in psychology. And really, I just love helping women make what matters to them happen in their life. I'm just so jazzed to help people experience a life better lived and to achieve their dreams, whatever their dreams might be. So that just like gets me up in the morning and like has me rocking. So thrilled. Awesome. And that's what we like to do over here at Your Kick-Ass Life. That's why I, um, it was actually my friend Amy who met you, I think like maybe a year or two ago. It's probably been a while now, 18 months maybe at an event in Mm -hmm. LA Mm -hmm. and told me about you. She's like, she's amazing. You got to meet her. And so of course I connected and here we are. Yay, we love that. So what we're going to talk about today, um, all y'all, is about self-sabotage. And Danielle brilliantly wrote a post 
almost a year ago, actually on her blog. And I, and I realized it was something that I I've actually never talked about. And it's something that's really important because I find it come up a lot with clients and, and even people that take my classes and, and, um, it's really interesting. So that's what I wanted to discuss with Danielle. And, and so Danielle, why don't you, you take it? Why don't you tell the listeners exactly like in your own words, what is self-sabotage? Give, give us an example. Sure. I, I think that you can really, here's some red flags, right? This is when you know it's going on because so many people until it's actually like pointed out, don't even realize that they're doing it. So, so some of the ways you can recognize it is, Is there something inflamed in your life? You know, what's always at the back of your mind, but never quite happening? You know, what are you thinking about? Um, What are you thinking about in the shower in the morning? What are you thinking about before you go to bed at night? What are you thinking about? What have you been thinking about for months or maybe years, but are still not taking action on? Um, That is usually an indication that there's some sort of self-sabotage going on in your life. You see something that you perceive will make your life better, but you're not going after it. And then, and then that's self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. I also look at it too, is, is when people um, take action, but they're doing the opposite of what they really want to do. <laughs> Right. right. Inching away, inching away from what it is they really want. Well, they come up with lots of excuses why pursuing what would uh, potentially kind of light their world up is no good for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a common one is the person that swears up and down that they're ready to get fit and they're ready to change their diet. And, uh, you know, maybe they buy um, new workout clothes and they buy a gym membership and, Mm -hmm. you know, they get a juicer and they're ready (laughs) and they spend like five days. A vitamin. Yeah. Like a vitamin. Yeah. And then they just throw, throw shit out totally out the window and they, will binge or, you know, or complete, just, just participate in behaviors that are absolutely the opposite of what they just set out to do even days prior. Yes. Yes. So, so the big question here is why, right? Mm-hmm. And people, I, I'm, I'm sure your clients and I know my clients will come to me and say, I know the ones that are aware, I know that I'm doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm doing all these things that are the opposite of what I should be doing. And I can't get myself to stop. Why am I doing this? Why am I not going after something that I, I know would make me happier? Yeah. And, and, um, and I, you kind of wrote about this in your, in your post and it's, it's a little bit sort of an add on, mm-hmm. but I think it's a lot of people do it as a measure of safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's it. You know, I, I always say is that we reach for self sabotage when we fear our own empowerment. So it's almost like we have two pains matched up against one another. So what we're doing right now, what we're doing right now, what we're doing right now, even though it might not be best for us, feels comfortable. It feels, to use your word, safe. It's familiar. Like, it's not the best deal in the world, but eh, I know how to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I know how to navigate it. Then there's the other pain. So then there's the pain of going after something that we perceive would make us happy. That's another pain because we don't trust what lies on the other side of that change. Those actions would actually be better for us. We perceive taking action in the direction of what we want as more painful than staying stuck where mm-hmm. we are. So it's, a, it's like, you know, lesser of two evils. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's really it's an interesting thing, and it's it's really interesting to watch too. And and I yeah, I've heard the same language from my clients too. Is or I hear people say, I, I actually already know what I'm supposed to do. Right. You know, and, <laughs> All the time. Why and they're are not you doing, doing it? it or they're doing yeah. the opposite. And it's, yeah. I think that there's some kind of relief almost though. It, I don't know if in the long run it's helpful, but I think that it, it's, I have found that myself, it was a relief. And a lot of my clients feel relieved when I, when I tell them the notion of it is in a way kind of a twisted way, but in a way, um, to make you feel loved. It's a matter of like self care almost backwards way, but because you're trying, cause everybody wants to feel safe. We, sure. that's all what we strive for. And sure. anytime someone is going to take action and, and go, it's the unknown. It's everything's the unknown. And, and I think that you're right. I think that it's, it's, we get into this mindset where it's just easier. I call it, um, somewhere along the way we get comfortable being uncomfortable, we yeah. get comfortable being yes. mediocre with a mediocre yeah. life. We get comfortable being in a not so great relationship. You know, it might not be abusive or terrible, but it's just, it's okay. You know, <laughs> and they convince ourselves. So bad. It's, yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, and two, a lot of times I found, you know, when the outcomes, when, when both outcomes that we're facing choice one or choice two, when they're both scary, I find a lot of people will just stay. Go with the safe. Yeah. Go with the safe. Here's the thing though. At a certain point you need it. If you desire that life, right? Whatever that magnificent life is for you. It looks different for all of us, right? If you deeply desire that life, the only way to it is through self-sabotage, right? Through mm-hmm. it. You sort of need to destroy it and move right through it. The only way to get to that life you most desire is to choose an empowering mindset versus a fearful mindset. I mean, fear will always keep you stuck. Fear will always be mediocre and self-sabotage, make no mistake about it, is just fear. Mm -hmm. So at some point, you know, when you have leverage on yourself, if it burns this deep for you, you need to decide that you want it more than you're afraid of it or you, or you stay where you are. And if that's okay with you, then that's okay with you. But I, I know from a lot of the people that I speak with, it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not, they're frustrated with just sort of being like, eh. Yeah. There's definitely been times in my life where my paycheck ran out before I got paid again, and I wish I could have accessed my next paycheck a few days before I was due to get it. Well, what if I told you that can happen with Earnin? Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. You can use Earnin for anything you need to, therapy visits, rent, or even extra self-help books. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in noise under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. Noise under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. 
If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent with sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. Well, talk talk more about, uh, you've written in your post some really um, helpful things about when you were just saying about about that mindset, and, and you said some things that are kind of like positive affirmation type things, the questions to ask yourself. So can you say, can you tell talk to my listeners about that? Sure. There's a couple, there's a couple in the post and then there's some, some other ones that I find that are really helpful to people. So I, I do want to mention those too. I, it, there's one, when you notice this anxiety com, coming up in you and when you notice that this stuck point happening and it can't decide this way or that way, it's always good to ask yourself, if I wasn't afraid, what would I do? Mm-hmm. If I wasn't afraid, what would I do? I find that that cuts right through the heart of the problem and always gets you to your most honest in integrity answer. That truthful answer, that's what you want to do. You know, there's another question I always like to encourage people to ask themselves, which is what is true for me? What is true for me in this moment? What is, what do I want most here? Um, and then just that kind of mantra that, you know, I need to decide that I want it more than I'm afraid of, afraid of it. You know, that can really kind of help you push through also. Yeah. Um, and then some other, some other little tricks for how to stop self-sabotage. I mean, when you feel yourself edging out of your comfort zone and then panicking and wanting to return to the known, you just take this big, deep breath and you remember <laughs> that you're not going to die. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're not going to die. It's just fear, not lava. You're not going right. to burn and it can incinerate, you know, and, and, and that's also, that's just kind of also related to the decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's related to the, like, more loving, empowering mindset versus choosing a more loving, empowering mindset versus choosing fear. This belief that what lies on the other side of this change will actually be good for me rather than I need to be weary um, of what lies on the other side of this change because mm-hmm. it'll probably be worse, you know? So it's really, it's choosing a mindset. Yeah. You know, I have found that our, our inner critic, and I wrote about this in the book too, when, cause people ask me all the time, like, well, I, I have trouble noticing that what's the difference between my intuition and my inner critic. And, and a huge indicator for me is that like you were just saying, my inner critic, um, just, uh, it it elicits panic in me Mm -hmm. and it's like that adrenaline, that fight or flight, that if I, whatever's on the other side of this, I'm not going to come out alive. Yeah. Intuition doesn't do that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I I told, yeah, I, I, fear feels like inner critic, that ego voice feels panicky. It feels very urgent. It feels like anxiety. It feels like your palms start to sweat. Your head gets hot. I mean, you, you, you don't really want to pay attention to that unless there's a big bear coming through the front door, right? right? Like if you're like, if you're like, yeah, if your life is actually (laughs) in danger, run, right? But most of the time it's an illusion. It's an illusion. And, and, love and empowerment is going to feel 
calm. It's going to feel even minded, you know, and that's what you want to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. That's the direction you want to go. It's just going to feel, um, that quintessential right in your gut. And, And it's quieter, right? Than the fear, than the inner critic, it's quieter. Like the, that inner critic will speak first and speak loudest because mm-hmm. it's panicky because it's urgent, but you want to listen for that quiet voice, for the calm voice, for the even minded voice, because that's where your truth lies. And that's yeah. always make no mistake about it. The path that you want to choose. That's why I love those questions that you, that you asked, that you mentioned, um, a couple of other ones that you mentioned in your post, you said, is this getting me closer to where I want to go? Right. And uh, an affirmation of, I love myself enough to do this. I think that those are important because like you were just explaining what that fear feels like, what that panic feels like when you're in that place. And we have all been there when Mm -hmm. we're in that place, we're not grounded to our soul, to our spirit, to our true authentic selves. And we're just spinning. And so I think that when you have these, you know, maybe they're in your phone or maybe they're like on a post-it note somewhere. I was, when I was going through a really hard time, I was, I had posted, this was before, (laughs) this is when we were still doing like T9 texting. So (laughs) there were no phone apps. So I used post-its and I put them up all over my, my studio apartment. And so, um, it just, it just was a way for me to get grounded quickly. So mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge fan of that. So maybe, you know, you listening, if you keep finding yourself going to that place of, of panic and, and, and self-sabotage, you know, what can you do to ground yourself? Even if it's for one full minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're only ever choosing between two energies. Really. We're only ever choosing between fear and love, Mm -hmm. fear and love. Every negative emotion that you could possibly experience essentially is rooted in fear. And the same thing for love, every positive emotion, empowering emotion you could, we could possibly experience is rooted in love. The life you want the most lies on the other side of choosing, loving, more empowering thoughts. It's something, it's, it's a really good way to gauge your emotional state. You know, it's just to ask yourself, am I in a state of fear or am I in a state of love? And then work from, work from that place. Mm-hmm. It, it could just be really grounding. Um, it, it self-sabotage fear. It's yeah. fear the whole, the whole way. Um, yeah. And decide that you want it more than you're afraid of it. Yeah. I, I love that quote too. And, and the whole, the, the whole idea and about coming from a place of fear, coming from a place of love. I remember that changed my life. I think it was Marianne Williamson that first, I first mm-hmm. read that, um, that was, that was talking about that. And I, and I remember thinking like, God, that's so easy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> because like I was in a place where, oh my gosh, where do I start? And self-help yeah. is so complicated. And, and then I remember reading that and I was like, oh my gosh, she's right. And right? it doesn't have to be so complex. And that's actually, I'm thinking I got my first tattoo in 2013 and I'm, I want, I want some on my, my wrists and I want one to say love. And and that's yeah. the reason because I honestly need a reminder. Like yeah. I, have, I, have, yeah. I have, I have not yet arrived on this self-help journey, but <laughs> sometimes, you know, I still go through places where I'm coming from a place of fear and it's like, I want it tattooed on my arm where I see it. Mm -hmm. you know, come from a place of love all the time. I mean, just the other night. So here's an example, um, of, of how this can work. I mean, this is a little bit off topic from self-sabotage, but indirectly related. So I, um, I, 
I was on Facebook, of course, as we all are all the time. And somebody, <laughs> one of my Facebook friends, I had asked a question and she, she wrote like a kind of a snarky response and it was only a few words and it was just really sarcastic. And, mm-hmm. and I was just like, why Fuck you, you know, yeah. why <laughs> we're just irritated by it. Yeah. And, and it was just one out of like 30 comments, of course. And, and she wasn't being like mean to me directly. It just was snarky. Right. And so, and I was like laying in bed that night and I was thinking about it and I just was like, you know what, Andrea come from a place of love. And right. I, I laid there and I was like, breathe in the love, <laughs> breathe out the irritation, breathe in the love, breathe, breathe out the annoyance. <laughs> and I fell asleep. Good job, girl. Good job. It's like, hey, it works. But it's like, I, I, and it, and I tried it like three times, you know, because then I would go into like, oh, that she's so annoying, and you know, and yes, yes, yeah. You know, Marion Williamson's been. Um, I I mean, I'm a, I'm a student of A Course in Miracles, so I I always find great little gems in there that just help me stay even-minded and grounded in my life, you know, emotionally grounded. And, um, she somewhere in the chorus or, or she might've actually said this. we're either, we are all either in a state of love or seeking love. Mm-hmm. Right. So in that moment with your Facebook friend, she was seeking love. Right. I mean, yeah. not, not directly, but if you want to get all metaphysical about it, right. She was because that snarkiness, right. We're only ever choosing between fear or love. That snarkiness essentially is rooted in some sort of fear. Like there's something happened in that conversation that like tipped her mm-hmm. and she felt the need to respond from that place. So really what we want to do is just sort of be forgiving towards her and do what you did, which is almost nothing. And just to silently say, I let it go, you know, yeah. or I, I wish her peace of mind and, yeah. and not, not to take it personally because then that puts us in a state of fear and blocks exactly. us from yes, our power. Exactly. Mm-hmm. See, still learning, still a student here. <laughs> Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.
I have one more uh, question for you. And so I, and it's, and I, and I would love your take on this because so for instance, I had a client Mm -hmm. who came to me, who was, who was, you know, who said she was ready to change. And we, we, you know, we figured out where she was sabotaging. And, and so, you know, she had this, we had made up this plan of action. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and I also, what I do with my one-on-one clients is I give a lot of exercises in order for them to get to know themselves better, figure out Mm -hmm. where their beliefs are, um, that are, you know, that are in their way and things like this, you know, things they have to do in between sessions. This client would not do the work. (laughs) and she was actually doing the, so for instance, she was in a relationship that it was like an on again, off again with someone who was not, and she knew very well, this relationship was not good for her and she wanted to be out of it. So like in between sessions, she was still calling him, still seeing him not doing the work. And she'd come to the sessions and say, I don't know why I'm not doing it. And I found myself getting a little bit frustrated because here she had, she's paying for coaching and she'd come and I'm like, I can't, hold your hand, you know, and go over to your house and make you do it. It's not up to me. So it's my belief. And here's where I'm wondering if you, if you agree with me or not, or to what extent, Okay. I kind of think that some people just are not really ready and that everyone has sort of a different pain tolerance and they need to go through a certain amount of crap before they truly (laughs) get to a place where they draw the line in the sand and they're ready. And it's sort of like, you know, to use the term rock bottom and it Mm -hmm. looks different for everyone. And my rock bottom looks different than yours and hers, et cetera. So, but the thing is I hesitate to, to say that to clients sometimes because I'm like, I don't want to use that. I don't want them to use that as an excuse. Well, I'm just not ready. I'm going to go through this more. So do you know what I mean? So what do you think about that? Yeah, I I agree with you very much in in the rock bottom. I I, I call it kind of hitting your knees, you Mm -hmm. know, when you finally hit your knees and you're like, Oh my freaking God, my Mm -hmm. life is just in pieces around me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, Absolutely. I absolutely have been there. It's actually a really great place to be. Yeah, me too. I always tell my clients, congratulations. <laughs> I do too. I'm like, well, I like, I'll, I'll kind of pause and I'll be like, okay, like if you have room for this, right. If you can kind of like make a little emotional room for this, I kind of want to say congratulations. Yeah. Cause like people are like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, they're like, I'm yeah. They're like pillow, mascara on the pillow. Like, they're like, what are you? I don't know why I hired you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but you know, but truly, and, and, and I, they stay with me long enough. I think that they, mm-hmm. <laughs> they get it, they get yeah. it. Right. But, um, but no, it's a, it's a fantastic place because it's, it, it really is a congratulations because there's no lower than you can go. You know, you've now just been like cracked open, you know, there's cracks in the edifice of your being and like little rays of light get to like break through at this point and we can do, you're finally ready to do something different than you've been doing. Right. And I I do believe that we get forced in that direction. It's like Oprah says first, like first it'll be a whisper and then it'll be like a pebble at your head. And then like a freaking boulder will roll over you. Right. Like we'll keep getting those signs until, um, until we, until we pay attention. Um, I do believe that people must have leverage on themselves. Nothing changes until they want to change. It doesn't mean that like as they're part of their support system. And I know you know this to be true that we can't begin to plant the seeds Mm -hmm. of like liberation and empowerment, right? right? They're just not ready to act on it. Um, so, so I'll have clients like this too sometimes and I'll just keep supporting the direction. I know that they ultimately need to go in. Um, 
and, and hopefully they begin to choose that way. So with this client, no, she's not ready. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's sort of ready. She, she can see. She wants to be, but she's not ready to take action. And if I was going to psychoanalyze it, right? Because I like that's part of my, yeah. you know, part of your doctor. Yeah, my doctor. <laughs> Let me put my stethoscope on. Okay. Um, I mean, it's it's there's something in her core belief system that doesn't believe she deserves better, mm-hmm. right? There's something that she was taught when she was younger that this kind of relationship is as good as it gets for her, mm-hmm. right? Here we're back again, the two pains matched up against one another. It is painful for her to not have the ideal relationship she wants, but it is too painful for her to leave the mediocre one she's in because she has a super condition, a core belief that tells her this is as good as it gets for her. She is only worthy of this kind of love. Mm -hmm. And so if she leaves this mediocre relationship, then there will be nothing waiting for her on the other side because something better doesn't really exist for her. Someone taught her that. It's just learned behavior. So a lot of times with my clients, I'll go there with them. You know, I'll talk about the psychology and coaching part, but we'll go there because we need to pull that down. There's some ancient coding going on there. I believe I deserve X, Y, Z. You know, I believe I deserve a man that's like this guy, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's a higher self, of course, that knows I don't, I deserve more, right? But I can't get there. Why can't I get there? Because there's some sort of ancient coding. It's like you were handed an original set of directions by your, your early environment, by parents, by caretakers, whatever. And those, that early set of directions we use, we like grip onto and we use as a template to, you know, uh, to determine how we should behave in our lives. We take that set of directions into every experience and every opportunity, never questioning whether we were given the right set of directions or not. Mm-hmm. And people in that, in the, these circumstances, clients in these circumstances were handed the wrong set of directions and they don't believe it. That has to come down first. Yeah. Then they make different choices. Then they can bridge the gap between what I want and where I am. Yeah. It's so interesting um, because it, it, and I, I, yeah, I love everything that you said. And, you know, and if you're listening and, and that's you, you know, I know that you would echo this, Danielle, but there's nothing wrong with you. Like, you know, we're not making you wrong for being there. It's just where you are. I mean, I was there for years, years. (laughs) (laughs) I parked it and moved in there. Right. 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 A lot of us do because it's just what we know. And I, and, and let me, let me, let me actually echo that because it is a really important point that you just made. This is not about being broken. This is not about being born with innate deficits. This is all about learned behavior. This journey of empowerment is, is processed on many levels. There's a biological component. There's a spiritual component, right? You under, there's a physical component. So biologically, we, we want to pay attention to how you got here. There's neural pathways in your brain. This is how we learn. This is how habits are formed. You know, that whole thing about 21 days it takes to form a habit, break a habit. When you're young children, when we're young children, we're 
babies and we have to learn how to survive in our environment. We learn who we are and what the world means to us based on the environment we grow up in. It has, we're, when we're born, we are essentially blank slates. There's some genetic coding, of course, but we're essentially blank slates. We are who we are because the environment that we grow up in teaches us to be that way. But just because it was taught to you doesn't make it true. Mm-hmm. And many times I remind clients, you've done the smartest thing you could possibly do up until now. Yeah. <laughs> right? Now, because now hopefully you have awareness, right? Now hopefully you have awareness. You, you understand the roots of some of this behavior that you want to get around, right? That's but but how could step. you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, not broken. Not, this is not about judging. It's not about right or wrong. It's simply about what is mm-hmm. it just, it just is it's, it's neutral. Yeah, exactly. Neutral, and, then, right? and then you can, you can go from here and it's a process and a journey and it looks different for everyone. And yeah, I love, I love that you said that and expanded on it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we're just about out of time. So why don't you tell all of my listeners, uh, and of course, everyone listening that if you want to go to your kick-ass life forward slash 22, the numbers two, two, all of the links will be here that we talked about. I will link to Marianne Williamson and to Danielle's post that we're talking about here. And so, and of course to back to Danielle's website, but tell everyone what, um, where to find you and what you got going on. Sure. So you can find me at danielle-dowling.com. I tried to get Danielle Dowling and somebody Dang it. had it. Another Danielle <laughs> Dowling. <laughs> oh, and she told me she was going to start writing too, and I don't even think she has. I'm like, She needs a coach. Oh. <laughs> I have the damn hyphen there. Um, so danielle-dowling.com is where you can find me. Um, and I am, I'm actually working, I'm going to be launching an ebook. I'm going to be launching a book in March. So this is a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit in the future, but look out for it. It's called soul sessions and it's going to be a 30 day guide to crafting greater joy and making big things happen in your life. So that's my next big venture. And I'd love for everyone to just be on the lookout for it. Nice. Thank you so much. And um, ask kickers, if you haven't signed up yet, ready for my 52 Ways Challenge. That starts on March 1st, and it's free for 26 days. You'll get an email in your inbox um, every day. There's two different challenges. Do the math. That's 52 total. And, yes, they (laughs) correspond to the book. If you haven't gotten that yet, uh, you can find it on my website. You can get a signed copy or just get it on Amazon if you don't care or Kindle if you don't care that it's signed. But it's 52 wayschallengecom is my free event for March. And um, go check out Danielle. She's amazing. Go read everything that she's ever written. And I will see you out in cyberspace. Bye-bye.
feel like you're the martyr in your family, you're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.